I think finding love in yourself, being able to like look in the mirror and love yourself at whatever weight, whatever size you are is a really tough thing. Not only for just like plus size people, this is a thing for everyone. I mean, everyone is uncomfortable in their own skin at one point or another. And we have to ask ourselves why, why are we uncomfortable in our skin? It's because we are told to be uncomfortable in our skin until we look like X, Y, and Z. Until we mold ourselves into what society wants us to look like. But how terribly boring would we all be? And what a terrible, boring world if we all looked exactly the same. Welcome to episode two of the Outdoor Social. My name is Tommy Corey, and I am your host. And if you don't recognize that name, Tommy Corey, you will recognize the name Twerk, or Twerk in the Dirt. Um, I was kind of thinking maybe changing my name, like, to Squirt in the Dirt, since I'm not hiking. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, Leave comments. Anyway, uh, today's guest, I have Ashley Manning. She is a plus-size hiker. She did part of the Appalachian Trail last year in 2018. She's also a whitewater river guide. Um, And just an all-in-all really fucking funny person. Uh, This girl is so hilarious. I can't wait until we actually meet in person and become best friends. Even though, like, we really are, but we've never met in person. Um, Just so today's episode, you know, she talks a lot about body image and um you know her perception of herself as a kid and to now um and i just love what she has to to say about you know loving yourself and self accept uh self acceptance so i think whether you're a plus size hiker or not um you're going to gain something from this episode you might learn a little something Uh, either way. Um, So I think this is a really valuable episode. There's some really great information in here um, coming from Ashley. And uh, I will preface again that I'm still getting the hang of this uh, recording thing and editing. So I might have recorded while someone was mowing the lawn outside and I didn't really know how to get rid of that. So you might hear a little background noise, um, but it's only like five minutes. So like you won't die. Um, but I just got to tell you guys, so you, so you're not like, what the fuck is that? Anyway, uh, so now that I've, you know, made myself look like a blubbering idiot, which is basically this entire podcast, um, please enjoy, uh, the fabulous human being that is Ashley Manning. What are you up to? What are you doing today? Um, well, I'm hanging up at, hanging out at the outpost, uh, here in Jensen, Utah, um, so just adrift is where I work. So I'm just been hanging out here with, uh, all the other guides. Uh, we've had a few days off, so it's been fun hanging out running rivers. 
So you're on a work trip then, like not trip. I mean, you're for the summer. You're in Utah as a raft guide, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So for the summer, I'm here at Adrift, um, and we work the Yampa rivers, or Yampa River and the Green River, um, and we put in like four days on the Gates of Lodore, five days on the Yampa, and then we do dailies on Split Mountain. Oh, cool. Well, that's pretty awesome. And that's what you do. Is that what you do full time back on the East Coast? Uh, well, it's a summer thing back in the East Coast, too. I kind of just uh, decided I wanted to step up my guide game, I guess you could say, and do multi days instead of just daily rafting trips. Um, oh, shit. Are you like cooking for them and everything, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the full shebang, you kind of cook for the, for everybody and, um, you know, guide them down the river, get the campsite. If they need help setting up their tents, you know, we do that, uh, take them on hikes and all kinds of stuff. So <laughs> this is the pompous through hiker in me, but the fact that people even need help setting up a tent is really hilarious. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. I know. And it's big. Like the tents we have are big Agnes. So like, in my mind, I'm like, Big Agnes is, like, so easy to set up. Oh, my God, this is so easy. <laughs> I know. I know, and I feel so bad because I'm always like, yeah, man, I'll help you set up your tent. With this oh two, these two poles. Oh, my God. Wait, so do you uh, – I always wondered, like, what what happens if someone, like, has to shit right there, like, while you're, like, on the rapids? Does that ever happen? Oh, <laughs> Oh my god. So, okay, so usually uh we really encourage people to take a shit like um at camp. So in the morning and in the evening we're at camp. So we usually are really encouraging of like, hey, you know, hold your shit till then. But um if if it's an emergency, we have like these things called like wag bags or the day groover. Um and you can kind of just shit in a bag and hold on to it. <laughs> While you're on the boat? Um, well, we'll make them, like, we'll pull over. Like, we'll pull the whole trip over, which is kind of embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pull the whole fucking trip over. I would be mortified. <laughs> like, obviously, I don't have, like, I don't have a problem talking about taking shits anymore, obviously, after, like, through hiking. But I feel like if I was on a boat, I'd be like, uh, you guys, can we stop the boat? <laughs> yeah, I know. I always feel so bad because there's always like one kid that's like, oh, really got to go. And you're like, man, we're we're going to pull the whole trip over, man. Like, You're like in a class five rapid. You're like, uh, that's not going to work out for us right now. <laughs> Listen, man, you got to shit your pants right now. I, I got to go through this rapid. So, <laughs> yeah. OK, so you do have places for them to to store it, because I mean, obviously, you don't want people shitting next to the water. No, so um, LNT out here is different than like LNT on the trail. So LNT on the trail, you know, you dig your cat hole. Um, out here, we carry the shit in a box. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we carry the. No, that's out. that's good to know. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we don't. You're not digging up somebody's cat hole like in the Great Smoky Mountains where you're. Oh my God. It's just like cat holes everywhere. And yeah, <laughs> <you're>... <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, have you ever dug up someone else's cat hole? 
I have definitely dug up someone's cow hole. Really? I've never, I, you know, it's so funny is I've never done it. I'm also though, like the kind of person that like will walk so far off trail and like leave my pack next to the tra- trail so people know. But then like, I can never find my pack afterward. I'm like, fuck, I walked really far to take this shit. <laughs> and I cannot find my pack. Where did it? Yeah, I know. I always have to like find the trail and then be like, "Hey, which way did I come from?" I know. Like you're using your gut hook. Like which way is it? I don't know. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, thanks for doing this. I'm excited to. I mean, I know we've talked before. It was an Instagram live, but I think you had maybe had a long, long day that day. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, that was ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it, though. Um, Yeah, uh, I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, I I think uh, just, you know, from the things you post um, and just the way you are, uh, I think this, well, I know, I think this episode could be really educational, not just for people listening, but for myself included. Um, So uh, I'll get to the questions in a second. I do have a segment I like to play. Um, It's called Who Said It? Where I I read quotes from people you follow on Instagram and you have to tell me who it is. Oh no! And these are and these are all posts you have. This is I have a lot of time on my hands, but (laughs) these are all posts you have liked as well. All right, first one. I think younger me would be proud of who I am today. Honestly, I see a lot of her in who I am now. When I look at this photo, I feel both soft and strong. I know what I am capable of, while also aware of how sensitive I can be. Oh, that sounds like maybe Sarah Sapora or, um, oh man, let's see, maybe, uh, perhaps, oh man, Tess Holiday or Tess, yeah, maybe Tess. Mm, I don't know who that is. She hiked last year, same year as you. Oh God! Oh man! These are all hikers, by the way. Is it is it Mountain Cat? Mm-mm. No. Oh, Do you want me to tell you? Yes. <laughs> it's Jukebox. <laughs> oh God! Okay. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Okay. I was like, I was like thinking of like big name like people that I follow. I was like, oh, who, who, who? I was gonna go with that, but no. I'm sticking. With, I'm gonna stick with hikers. Yeah, because um, it. Okay, I probably should have told you that before. Okay, so but now we know. All right, uh, next one. Don't you just love when you meet your heroes and they turn out to be everything you hoped they would be and more? Oh, is that a? Oh man, I feel like I know this one for sure. I feel like you would know this one too. I know. <laughs> no. Oh God. I, I feel like this person is your hero as well from the things you have posted. Yeah. Is that Grizz? No. No. Um. Oh man. I'll tell. I'll tell you. The hero they're talking about is um, Jenny Bruso. Oh. Um. was that at an unlikely hikers meetup i feel like i probably i feel like i was there and you know this person i've seen a picture of you two together i know is it uh oh my god is it latreo 
What was that? Is it Latreya? No. Do you want to tell you? Yes, I'm not it, gonna be able to tell It's Akuna. Oh my god. It's a picture of him yeah, it's a picture of him and Jenny Bruzo. Oh no, okay, yeah. We weren't there together, but yes, okay. I, I should have known that. Akuna. Oh, he's on the PCT or uh yeah, PCT right now, right? No, CDT, yeah. my bad. CDT. Yeah, he's on the CDT. Oh, yeah. Oh, talking to him. <laughs> okay, we only get, we got three more. Okay. We, oh we God, I'm we not gonna get through I feel like you might. Okay, hold I'm on. I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> our impact here on Instagram and interacting with our coworkers and those at the grocery store is important, and we all have the opportunities daily to make out influence, uh, make our influence with others, positive or negative. We are all influencers. Is that Grizz? No. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to uh, guess Grizz for every one of them. Um, <laughs> should be easier. <laughs> is that Jenny? No. She did the PCT last year. Oh. Let's see. Oh, did she finish the PCT? She did. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There's so many of them. <laughs> okay. She's named after a candy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this is torture, I know. Okay, I'll just tell you. Tell me. <laughs> Starburst. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, we only got two more. Okay, hold on. Next one. But don't let anyone convince you that you aren't good enough for the trail or this lifestyle. So many people have looked at, looked me up and down, questioning me. Oh. I feel like I know this one for sure. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're... Oh, God. Wait. Is this a trick? I feel like. <laughs> it isn't uh, Jessica, right? Uh, Jessica Hikes? No. No. This, this is someone you know very personally. <laughs> is this Chris? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I knew it was a... I knew it was a trick. Okay, last one. All right. Oh, shit. Okay, this is fun. Um, <laughs> All right, zero, 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 zero. Zero, okay. Come on, you got to get one. All right. I sometimes wished I was different, that I could always be happy, and that through hiking was this blissful vacation, which is not the case. Oh. Hmm. Is that Ladybug? No. Oh my god. They just they just finished the AT. Oh, is that Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh this I'm so happy this segment has delivered each time. I've done it with everyone. You've done the worst, but <laughs> Oh yeah, by far I'm But sure. it's probably yours is probably the most entertaining. So oh god. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so bad at this kind of shit. 
Okay, no, it's great. I kind of just do that as like a warm up to get people loosened up. So I'm happy. I'm happy I started that segment. <laughs> That's a good one, man. Oh my god. <laughs> it's kind of fun, yeah. And so I like go and I look for people they follow and then uh, things they have liked. So I don't know. It's just to see. If, I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> I think I would do horribly as well, honestly. Oh yeah, I'm awful at. I, I'm awful at. First of all, awful at any kind of trivia. Second of all. Offer awful, awful at remembering things. I can't believe I didn't even forget remember myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. I got a couple people on theirs as well. <laughs> uh, okay, now we'll move. It's the not so rapid fire round. So I just have questions. It's you don't have to answer fast. Um, if any other questions you need to think about, you can also answer towards the end, and I'll remind you. Um, they're just simple. Okay, so I'll start easy. So. Uh, can you describe yourself in three words? Okay. Mm. I would describe myself as an, let's see, outdoorsy, uh, hilarious, and hmm. I feel like the last one would be something really dumb and silly. Like, <laughs> pineapples pineapples just like really so- just something that's out of like nowhere oh. <laughs> we can come back to it too i feel like a lot of people on their third one it's really hard for them to to say immediately maybe like bug spray i know that's two words but like one in one bug spray because i feel like i'm constantly just laying on the bug spray so the scent of bug spray follows me, as gross as that is. Okay, but I mean, like, in life, bug spray would be... Oh, yeah, bug spray. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, we'll take it then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? And this is, by the way, all these questions, these are general questions. We don't... We'll talk about hiking a little bit, but the point of the podcast is to... I want to kind of learn more about people outside of through hiking. So this, these are all just general questions. It's just an interview about you. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I have a really bad pet peeve of people using the toilet paper and then not re- replacing the roll. <laughs> That's a good one. I always, I always replace it. I get so pissed. I actually just like probably 30 minutes before we began this, all of my coworkers were hanging out in uh, the boathouse and I went to the bathroom and I walked out with the toilet paper roll and I was like, who did it? Who did it? (laughs) And one of them spoke up. She was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll kill you. (laughs) Um, If you could listen to one musical artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Oh, Lizzo. Oh my God. Fucking obsessed with her. When she pulls out that goddamn flute. Oh God, my life was changed. She, my friend, my, my, she just played in Portland and my friend went to go see her and was like putting stuff on her story. I'm so jealous. I am obsessed. I love her. I am too. I listened to that song Juice over and over and over and over. <laughs> yes. I like in the mornings here, I'll be like, if I'm trip leading the daily or if we're packing for a multi-day. I mean, it's it's Lizzo, like, 
it's on. And I recently, one of my coworkers was like, you know, I don't like pop music. I don't like um, mid, you know, mainstream music. And he was like, but I love Lizzo. And I was like, dude, I know. Well, I think it sounds like through her music, she pulls a lot of her inspiration from, you know, being a, you know, a plus size person. She talks a lot about body positivity. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's why people really are starting to catch on to her and, uh, and really listen to her music. Cause it's more than just like catchy songs. It actually comes from like, uh, comes from the heart. Well, they're also like connecting with her, you know, they're like, yeah, I'm, you know, not like this conventionally attractive person, or maybe like, I want to find myself conventionally attractive or whatever. And Lizzo's there like owning whatever she is, you know, whoever she wants to be, if she wants to be this or that, she will. And I think that a lot of people maybe connect with that because I certainly do. Oh, absolutely. She's God, she's so badass. Yeah, well, we'll talk about her more because we're going to get into that uh, more. So we got a few more few more questions. But yeah, no, I fucking love her. God, someone is mowing the lawn outside and it's bugging the shit out of me. All right. Um, <laughs> who would play you in a movie about your life? Who would you want to? They don't have to look like you. They don't have to act like you. But who do you think would do a good job playing you in a movie about your life? Like a famous actress. Well, mm, hmm. I feel like as like weird as it sounds, like I love, I love Rebel Wilson. Cause she's like, just oh this like God. hilarious bat, like badass plus size woman. But also like, I would love to see her in a more like serious role, you know, like taking on like serious rabbits. That'd be super dope or hiking along ways, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, seeing her step out of the role of, like, funny comedian and into a role of, like, all right, this is some serious shit, um, I think it would be her. <laughs> okay. I, lo- I love Rebel Wilson. <laughs> yeah, me too. She, so, she's actually going to be in, do, do you, like, have you ever seen Cats the Musical? Yes! I saw the trailer! Oh, I'm so stoked! I was shitting my pants. So, I saw that musical when I was a kid, um, like, live on Broadway. And it's in, and and then I, I grew up doing show choir and stuff. I mean, like what gay man hasn't? But um, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna get flack for that one. I take it back. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, but uh, we, you know, growing up doing show choir, we would do a lot of the songs from that musical. So I'm so excited. And then obviously, like Jennifer Hudson's in it. Like, so that's gonna be fucking dope. But like. Oh my god! I but I'm super excited to see Rebel Wilson as a fucking cat. Like it's gonna be so. I good. know. Oh, she's so like big and beautiful and cool looking in the. Oh man, I'm so stoked for. Her. I don't care. Like everyone's been like, it's so creepy. I don't care. No. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Um, if you died today, how would you want to be remembered? Oh man. Uh, well, I wouldn't want any of that weird like fake stuff. That's like. Oh, she was this, 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 you know, all this stuff that I wasn't. So I'd, I'd want it to be really straight up. Like, yeah, Ashley, you know, I wouldn't want any sugarcoating. Like Ashley liked to party and she was kind of a bitch sometimes, but damn, like she was really fun to hang out with. <laughs> you know, I'd yeah. really like to um, be remembered as someone who broke stereotypes. Um, and when people do like, did look me up and down. I definitely changed their minds. And I think that's how I'd want to be remembered. 
I, but I love that. That's great. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, do you think there's anything holding you back right now from who you want to be? Mm. Sorry, questions get heavy. We're getting real on this. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's all good. Mm. Probably if there was anything, you know, the first when you when you asked the question, the first thing that popped in my mind was money. Everyone has said money, but uh, outside of money, outside of money. <laughs> exactly. I, I That's why I didn't want to answer with that, because I was like, well, that's kind of everyone's thing um i don't really think um i don't really think i hide my personality from my guests i don't hide my personality from my friends my coworkers. the ceo of this company knows exactly who i am mm-hmm. um you know i don't like playing around with the whole like hiding behind a curtain of course i won't like drop f-bombs around my guests that's but like you know that's different <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't think there's really anything holding me back from being who I want to be. That's great. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Good. Um, what are you most terrified of? Oh, hmm. I have really, really, really bad car anxiety, actually. Really bad. Say that again. Car. Yeah. Car anxiety. I, um, it scares the shit out of me to be in a car with someone else driving. I don't know why. Uh, so I guess I'm really terrified of like car wrecks, car crashes. Um, I don't like lightning storms. Um, oh, really? Oh, I love them. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's so funny. It's like I keep my calm in lightning storms, like especially when I'm with guests and I'm rowing them down the river and they're like, oh, this is so terrifying. I'm like, no, it's fine. But in, in my mind, I'm like, I'm shitting my pants. Like, oh my God. <laughs> we have to pull over. <laughs> I'm so scared. Um, yeah. <laughs> were, were you in a, a car accident with someone when you were younger? Is that why? Or Actually, um, I was in a really, really, really bad car accident. Um in 2012 and i was the cause like well i didn't cause it it just i was the one that's driving oh okay yeah and for some reason it's okay if i'm driving but if someone else is driving it scares me (laughs) oh yeah it depends on who's driving like when my mom drives i'm like feel like i'm hanging on for dear life she also does this thing where she like Breaks constantly. I'm like, why are you breaking? We're on the goddamn freeway. Like, stop breaking. There's nothing to break for. Please don't break, please. Yeah, (laughs) I think more. I just get, I get very, uh, I get nauseous with my mother, but I'm also like nervous. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Or people that are like constantly on their phone while they're driving. Oh my god, that's so scary. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's one thing I will say is I'm really good about not being on my phone while I drive. Uh, so it like really bothers me when I'm like in a car with someone. I'm like, could you like maybe just look at the road for a second? Like, I think you can wait for that text message. Yeah, I'm I'm so freaked out when people are driving and they're on their phone. I'm like, oh god, you're gonna wreck us and kill us because you want to text your like boy toy back. Oh god, like yeah, or just I don't know. I just I just think of like if I do get a text and I'm like tempted, I'm just like, okay, think about if you like hit some like mother and her like child and killed them. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. no. And then, then I can wait. <laughs> the next question I'll save because it'll kind of go with what we're talking about. Um, I want to, I mean, I, so, oh, first of all, I want to talk about that you got featured on Outside, it was Outside Magazine, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the it was a uh, what plus size hikers to follow. Yeah, yeah. And did you know they did you know they were gonna do that? Yeah. So Jenny reached out to me and asked me and uh, got my permission and um, I didn't know like exactly what it was gonna be or uh, when it was gonna happen or how many people were gonna be featured. Um, but yeah, I you know I sent Jenny a couple of photos, but by the time I had responded. Uh, with the photos and stuff, she'd already picked one out, which I, I liked. So, um, but it was it was a nice write up. It was really sweet of Jenny. Um, it makes me feel awesome, and just kind of seeing my body and people like me represented in Outside Magazine. That's that's big. That's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, blew my mind. I was like, wow, this is this is awesome. This is gonna really um, encourage some folks to get out there, you know? Oh, definitely. Um, who, uh, who else was on there? It's Myrna. Um, like she's, I, I found her actually a long time ago. Um, when she, REI did like a thing on her, which was super great. Um, and she's like a plus size marathon runner and she's, just killing it. She actually is from Georgia. Okay. So I was super stoked to see her on there. Um, she's from Raven County, I think, uh, which is close to where I used to guide. Um, so I was super stoked to see her on there and like have my like picture right beside hers. Cause she's kind of like my, you know, like somebody I really, uh, look up to. So mm-hmm. like stoked to see her on there. Um, and then, so an- another, a uh, person that was, or I guess group that was like shown was indigenous women who hike. Oh, I've, I know that Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really awesome to see, um, in this like outdoor, uh, community in this world. It's, it's big, but it's, it's just not that big. And it's just good to see representation with spe- very specifically indigenous people where they get covered up. So, so often. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good to see them on there. Um, and then Sam Ortiz, um, she was on there. She is a plus size oh, climber. She's a photographer. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Who, I know who she is. Yeah. And, and she like climbs. She, I think she's like a part of the group, big girls climb. So she was on there, which was super awesome. Cause her and I kind of like go back and forth and like, I love you. I love you. I love you. So it was like great to see her on there. Yeah. Um, I feel like we show each other a lot of love. And then um, I can't remember that. Hold on. I can't remember her Instagram, but Megan, uh, hold on. PDX Outdoor Chiro. <laughs> um, Megan Banker. Okay. She was on there. Um, and like just, I don't know, seeing all these bodies and like these people that I interact with on Instagram because I interact with Megan a lot too. Um, seeing them and me and like, you know, big names like Jenny and Myrna on there was like, wow, this is amazing. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That's awesome. I hope I didn't miss one. I don't think I did. I might've. Yeah. I can always put, I, I, I was, I'll probably put the, uh, the link in the link for the, uh, or on the site for the podcast as well. So people can look at it. So something I wanted to ask was, um, I see there's 
certain, you know, so plus size is the term that we use. Right. Uh, but it's kind of like, um, so like I, so as a gay person, I hate even when gay people use the term fag because I feel like it's making it okay for other people to say it. Uh, I, do you feel the same way about the term fat? Like when people say, like, I, I see, you know, plus size people using the term fat to break the stereotype or the negative connotation to that word, which I totally get. Uh, but I am someone that feels like words do have power in the way you present it. Um, so I was wondering kind of your opinion on like what are correct terms or at least words that that don't make you feel uncomfortable. Um, I think the term fat is it needs to be used in a way that is just a descriptor and not a like, you know, it's, it's, it's such a sensitive word mm -hmm. that people are, you know, so sensitive to it. Um, whether they are fat or not, um, you know, I called myself fat and so many times my friends will be like, Oh, you're not fat. And I'm like, well, I am. And it's okay. You know, and it's, it's, it's an okay thing to be fat. And what is the definition of fat? Like, you know, you're fat and then, you know, what they, they get offended. Um, but do, do you have body fat on you? Does that mean you're fat? Are you larger than average? Does that mean you're fat? So what is the actual, you know, what, what is your meaning by that? What, what are people's meanings when they use that term and do they use it in a negative way? Because so many people are like, oh, man, I'm getting fat. I'm getting chunky, whatever. The f you know, and it's like, uh, yeah, so, like, no one says that, like, oh, man, I'm getting so skinny. Oh, it's awful. I look gross. Like, you know, and it's yeah. like, um, you don't look gross. Like, that's my, like, life. I don't think I look gross, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so absolutely. So it's, it's like a – it's a – it's a word that's such an interesting thing that's like, I don't really mind when people use it. Um, like, I mean, I've, I definitely made a couple of my coworkers more comfortable with using the term. Um, but I think if, if somebody comes up to me and is using it in such a negative, weird way that, you know, it's like a string of words, you know, I've gotten a cut some, you know, hate mail actually, even in the last like 24 hours from, Oh, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw your post today. What, 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 what happened? I was just hate mail, man. It's just like DMS because of the article. Yeah. Do you mind, uh, telling us what some of them said? Yeah, I can totally. Um, yeah, just uh, it's all men. <laughs> so I'm of course, point that out first and foremost. Like, it's, it's, I'm not a man hater that. in the first. It, you know, I'm definitely not a man hater. Um, but I, I want to point out that it's all men, and half of these men are not in shape. Like, I went to their profiles, looked at them, and I was like, ah, oh. you know, it's it's things that are like, you know, it, up in my DMs that are like. Um, you should be ashamed of yourself. Like you're gross. Um, we don't want to see, you know, by people like you represented in our, the magazines we read, we go there, um, to look at fit people. And I'm like, well, you know, I 
can almost guarantee you that I'm probably in better shape than you. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're a fucking raft guy. <laughs> well, anybody can huck a raft down a river. In my opinion, it's just... Not my scrawny little ass. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> it, you know, it's like, I don't... It doesn't matter, you know, in the long run. And some of these, some of these, I, I could already tell were... Um, hate mail so i just kind of deleted them yeah you um, didn't respond yeah usually when they begin with hey bitch <laughs> I'm like oh <laughs> i'm not gonna read that one yeah it's just yeah it's like why i think it uh it takes so much more out of our life to care what people are thinking than to just you know be like oh well you're you're obviously miserable with your own life so yeah i mean i'm I, you're obviously jealous that like you're not on the you know, you're not on the article, so... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I even got... I got some... Uh, I didn't... Yeah, I got a couple of uh, hate mails after uh, the out, my outside thing um, as well. People... I mean, we both know that our trail systems are mainly white people. Um, yes. I, I, got, I got some people accusing me of being racist. Uh yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um. I I let him have it and then I blocked him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. I I was wondering if you got any hate after like, uh, Hiker Trash Vogue got big and your outside thing. Yeah, it wasn't a lot, but I did get a few, and that was enough for me to be pissed off. Um. Yeah, but I was, you know, I just I I gave him you know, my two cents. And then I just blocked him. and was like, we don't have to have this conversation again. <laughs> it was a one-time thing. <laughs> when like, when I was on the AT and like Osprey and Lucky and Nemo were all reposting me and shit. Um, I did get some mail and one of my very favorites was, and I don't know why it sticks out to me. I think it's because it would like, <laughs> this person tried so hard to be offensive, but it just ended up being kind of funny and me being like, yeah okay but he said um wow you're so fat they must have um mcdonald's every quarter of a mile on the appalachian trail and i was like buddy that'd be great i wouldn't have to carry any food i know sweet yeah you're like i don't see you out here doing this (laughs) yeah i was like i don't like that'd be kind of cool like nobody would have to uh carry any food so like, dude, I, I wish i fucking love mcdonald's <laughs> i know i was like dude like i tear up some mcdonald's every time i go into town like yeah and you know that guy's like sitting on his couch while he's writing that that's the funny i know thing. like like all these people that are like hating on us are all people that aren't doing shit they're just like at their house and like going to work and then like doing nothing yeah <laughs> why don't life. you go outside and do something like go for a hike actually please yeah Literally take a hike. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go enjoy the woods because it sounds like you need to. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Social media is great, but it's also a dumpster. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Yeah, I I always feel so weird whenever because, you know, I go on these multi-day trips that are like four and five days long and I'm not on social media. And then when I come back, I, 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 you know, I still have to keep up my presence. Um, and I'm like, okay, what do I post now? I've been in the woods for so long and I, I don't know, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like, 
especially when I'm on a turn and burn where, where I get off one trip and immediately go on to another. Um, and you know, that ends up being 10 days of just sitting around in the backwoods, like playing with sand and like, Oh God, <laughs> I got to post something. Yeah, I know. I know. That's how I feel too. So like, is like, Oh, I haven't like posted anything. I need to like post pictures. Cause it, I mean, I, I have so many photos I can post, but then I'm like, fuck, I'm being obnoxious. Like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be posting just to post. Like I should be posting cause there's like stuff, you know, there's, there's stuff I want to, I don't know. No, you should post just to post because I love your photos. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's nice. You have other people to post. Cause I always feel awkward. Like here's another photo of me. <laughs> yeah. You always, you always have something fucking funny to say though. And, <laughs> or like great to say, um, actually which brings me to oh so when you were you always a plus size person growing up um yeah so i like i was raised in the south where it's just like cornbread and like biscuits and gravy and just like i you know everybody's kind of big and everyone's kind of like you were raised in where in georgia yeah, in Georgia. So in the South and just the food you eat there is just like smothered and covered and smothered and covered. You know, like good old Southern food and That needs to be a rap song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um so it probably is. Now in Atlanta, like, man, they make some good good food and good music. So. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I, I've always been kind of on the like bigger side um, all through school. When I was like a little kid, no, but um, probably once I hit puberty, I started gaining weight. And then, um, so I, about high school, I struggled really bad with uh, some eating disorders. So like anorexia, binging and purging, uh-huh. um, and that uh, landed me, let's see, I actually passed out during um during school one day and my mom took me to the hospital and uh you know my parents I don't think they knew how to deal with it um they noticed I wasn't they noticed I wasn't eating um and they tried to like watch me make sure I ate things like that um but I I lost like an insane amount of weight in a very short amount of time um and I think one of my strangest memories is like how unhealthy I was like how I really just wasn't eating for months and people being like wow you look so good and just like the the way it was it was so weird it was like I was killing myself and but people were did saying you did you like hearing that I loved hearing it I loved yeah. hearing it it was so validating but there was also something so strange that was like what what the hell and um, eventually actually, uh, my boyfriend at the time and two of my good friends kind of talked to me about it. It was like, yo, you, you're killing yourself, dude. Like, yeah. and, um, I started gaining weight back. Um, I kind of went into like a really bad depression, bad spiral, gained a lot of weight back, um, which is not a bad thing. Just like, um, I was just living really unhealthy and I lived that way for a few years. <clears throat> and then I kind of entered the outdoors. And 
Um, it's so funny, you know, I gain and lose weight depending on the season. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to a place where I don't really care. Like, you know, if I lose 30 pounds in a summer because I'm constantly running through the woods and like rowing a boat, it's okay. You know, if I, I lost like 50 pounds on the Appalachian trail, tore my ACL and gained 40 of it back, you know, like, but it's okay. Um, and that's, I actually had, um, some plus size, uh, like a, I'm not going to call them out, but just like a group of like plus size, um, enthusiasts and stuff that, you know, messaged me and were like, yo, you're losing weight. That's like messed up because you're trying to, you're like supposed to be a representative of all of us. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. that's out of my control. Like I'm not trying to lose or gain weight. Yeah. The, the, the thing you're doing is you're living your life and you're doing it. You're doing stuff that you love and brings you joy. Yeah. I'm eating when I'm hungry. And if you know, like chances are I'm burning more calories than I'm eating out here then we know what happens, you know, like, so that's been an interesting dynamic as well is, uh, you know, kind of no, no matter what, like, I think out of all of this, what I've learned is no matter what size you are, no matter how big or small you are, you're not going to make people happy. And yeah, absolutely. Like you're always, in this medium space, someone thinks you're the most beautiful person in the world. And someone thinks you're the most ugly, foul person in the world. And that's okay. You're not, you know, you're not going to find everyone in the world attractive. You're not going to find everyone in the world inspirational. So it's okay. <laughs> you know, like totally. people, yeah. people can be dicks and people can hate and I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. Also, I mean, not to, make this about me uh, <laughs> uh uh this conversation is coming at a really good um time for me as well um i don't know if you saw my post today but i announced my sobriety um yes and, i did see that yeah and uh a big part of that isn't necessarily because i thought i had uh, or i mean i i do think i was abusing my privileges with drinking alcohol um you know, to an almost unhealthy standpoint. Uh, I think the biggest reason I quit was because I've spent a lot of my time hating myself and hating the way I look uh, because of alcohol. Um, And I, and I'm just, I'm sick of feeling like that. And so that's why I had to, I was like, I have to cut this cord now or I'm never going to feel like I, I want to wake up and feel like, I feel fucking great today. I want to go out and, you know, suck the day's dick, you know? Like, yes, <laughs> you're like, yeah. that is right. Yes. I finally just realized like, holy shit, things are so good right now. And I have this other thing that I'm focusing on, which is drinking and alcohol. And I don't want to do that anymore. So I finally had to make, to make the decision. Like I'm not at my rock bottom and I don't want to be at my rock bottom again. So I need to like quit this now while things are good. And it's, easy otherwise it might be a lot harder to pull myself out of it um so i so getting to the point is i'm taking a kind of on this journey right now of trying to find uh some you know some like healthy self-love again um so this conversation is really 
you know, it's, you know, it's for other people to listen to, but it's mostly for me. So no, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> no. no, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's obviously for everyone, but, uh, I just think it's coming at a really great time for me as well. So I really appreciate you doing this. Well, I will say this. Um, I'm very proud of you for making that choice and going forward with those steps, announcing it publicly is a big, big deal and really tough. And just honestly, even just starting, like the post sometimes when you're just like starting the post and you'll hit cancel and like starting a post and writing all of that up, you know, that's courage, that's bravery. And then posting that was courage and bravery. And you've got a lot of people that have your back and I'll tell you what, like I definitely have your back 100%. If you ever need to like call me up, I'm here. <laughs> you've got my number and my Skype. Uh. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's, that's awesome that you're doing that. And, um, you know, I think finding love in yourself, being able to like look in the mirror and love yourself at whatever weight, whatever size you are is a really tough thing. Not only for just like plus size people, this is a thing for everyone. I mean, everyone is uncomfortable in their own skin at one point or another. And we have to ask ourselves why, why are we uncomfortable in our skin? It's because we are told to be uncomfortable in our skin until we look like X, Y, and Z. Until we mold ourselves into what society wants us to look like. But how terribly boring would we all be and what a terrible, boring world if we all looked exactly the same? I know. Yeah, it's no, it's true. And I think a lot of this comes from uh, being a gay man as well. I mean, if you go into a room full of gay men, everyone's fucking fit. Everyone's like tall, dark, handsome, you know what I mean? Like everyone's like gay men take care of themselves. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's really, uh, I've gotten to a point where I've, I'm like intimidated by that where like, I really don't have a lot of gay friends because I'm intimidated by them. And I don't like feeling I don't like surrounding myself with people I'm intimidated by because I don't think I don't know I, I which is weird because I'm not someone that's intimidated by anyone like I'm not intimidated by money I'm not intimidated by how funny you are but when it comes down to looks it's something I've always focused on and I, I that's and I'm just so sick of that like I hate that yeah I think that's tough for a lot of people to kick and like you know I have I have a lot of gay friends that are definitely like put together and, and, uh, clean and fit and all that. But I do also have, you know, and one of my favorite people in the world, um, I met on the AT last year is this beautiful, big gay blonde man named, um, animal. And I love that name. (laughs) He does not care, man. He will like just kind of be in the dirt and just be, you know, dirty hiker trash and loves doing that and loves living the dirtbag lifestyle. And man, he owns it so much. And it's, it's beautiful to see that. And it's like the amount of confidence he exudes. And like, I I love like being around him. He's actually, he's actually right now at this very moment at my, home outpost back east with my sister and oh, really? one of my friends yeah oh that's awesome yeah i know so like i'm kind of pissed i'm not there but he, you know i think that there's something to be said when like you just 
you let that go. I mean, there's this stigma on like big, you know, bigger people, larger girls. That's like, okay, you got to be made up. You've got to like have your makeup done to make up for your weight, you know? And it's like, uh, uh, no. I think when it's, it's not easy to let go. And that's yeah. something that I still struggle with as much as I don't want to struggle with it. That's something I still struggle with every day is like, and I'm surrounded by the, the people at the outpost, my friends, the people that love me. Why do I feel the need to put on like certain clothes and um, do certain things to make myself look a certain way when these people don't care? They've, they've literally seen me wake up in the sand and look like shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's a battle that's constant. But once you kind of like get past that and move forward, man, does it feel good? It just like it feels good to just not care. And I'll, you know, you've no, you've done this because you hiked a PCT, but like not having a mirror oh, is yeah. such a big deal. Like not being able to see what you look like. Yet, you know, um, I recently posted a photo of me sitting on my boat and. I thought I looked like shit. And um, my coworker, Laurel, she was like, stay right there. You look so beautiful. And just like took a picture of me. And I was like, oh, no, nah, I look like shit. And she sent me the photo. And I was like, you know, this is a really pretty photo. Yeah. So, you know, you don't see what other people see. Absolutely. And again, going back to maybe what I referenced earlier, everyone's in this like middle line where you're the most beautiful somebody and you're just ugly as shit to somebody and you can't fight either of those. Yeah. And it could Absolutely. be good or bad both ways, you know? So like, I think yeah. once we, at the end of the day is what we feel about ourselves. Right. Yeah. doesn't matter. We can't fight what other people see and there's nothing wrong with us. It's something that, you know, we, we all like different flowers. No one, loves the same flower. So who am I to say what you love isn't actually beautiful just because I don't love it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love the way you put that because I love flowers. <laughs> I buy, oh my God. So I buy bouquets of flowers like once a week and I have three vases and I love, I put flowers in my living room, in my kitchen and in my bathroom. And I love, ha I love having flowers. Oh. I wish I could like have flowers, but it's hot ass Utah. Yeah, yeah. Anything, so. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably not the best. But maybe just buy one, one stem, just to and put it like a little vase for the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so nice. <laughs> um, so actually, I do want to tell you about an interaction I had last year when I was on the trail. Um, I I see that you follow Daisy, Crazy Daisy. Yeah. So, um. I met her in the Sierra last year. Fucking love her. Um, I can't believe she's only 20. She's so mature for her age. Um, anyway, I took some, I took these beautiful photos of her and she, you know, was doing and is doing the PCT again to, as a weight loss journey. Um, and she's lost over a hundred pounds now, which is awesome. Um, I posted this photo of her um, talking about, you know, how inspiring it is that she's doing this to, to lose weight and, you know, feel better about herself and whatnot. And 
uh, I did so I tagged unlikely hikers in it. They responded, "Please don't tag tag us in weight loss stuff." And I was so confused. Yeah, I know, and I was very confused by it. Um, and I think I'm starting to understand it now. Like, or I have yet. I've started to, or I've started to understand it. But I was really in the moment. I was really like, "Oh!" I responded. I was like, "Oh, this comment really confuses me." And then they deleted it. So I'm wondering. Uh, you know, because it seems like you're very well connected with uh, them and that community as well. So I was kind of, I kind of wanted to bring it up because I wanted to know, like, what um, might have been offensive about that. Um, well, I can't speak for uh, Jenny, or I think maybe um, her partner Bree also runs maybe Unlikely Hiker. So I can't speak for either of them, but I can speak on behalf of. Um, a lot of different groups that I'm a part of. Um, so the whole idea is that like, um, you know, on a very personal note on my, my level, if, um, anyone wants to through hike for weight loss, that's fine. Um, but the point of unlikely hikers is to get away from the idea that the only reason that a big person would do um, activities and be active is to lose weight. Um, Because sometimes we have issues that are beyond our control. um, And there's a really, you know, and I think everyone knows this, but the diet culture in America is so toxic and so crazy and so like, real um that it can be really harmful so mm-hmm. i think what that might perpetuate is diet culture and the idea that weight loss is the ultimate goal rather than i want to through hike to through hike not through hike to lose weight now i'm not yeah, saying that's absolutely. a bad thing that's a great thing. If they want to do that, whoever, if, cause there's a couple of other ones too, you know, like I call, I follow a couple of other people that are on these massive journeys to lose weight and well, like, like second chance, second chance, hiker. second chance. I, uh, yes. Second chance is a great example. Um, now, but like that wasn't my main goal. Um, you were just doing it cause you loved it. Yeah. I was just doing it cause I've wanted to hike the AT since I was a little girl. Um, you know, like my dad picking up hikers and, um, taking them places when I was young and just kind of being starry eyed, you know, I lived at the start of the Appalachian trail most of my life. And yeah, so just having that as a goal instead of in like that in mind and being looked at as a hiker, not just, you know, like, Oh, she's doing this loose weight or she has no idea what she's doing or blah, blah, blah. But just being a, a hiker, you know. You were literally doing it why 99% of people do it. Exactly. I was no different than majority of the people out there. Um, and I wasn't doing it to lose weight. So I think I, with that and Unlikely Hikers is trying to uh, create this um, space for people to be plus size and not have to talk about dieting or losing weight where – everywhere else talks about that. Um, and you know, that, that can be super exhausting, you know, just like, Oh, this new diet, this new diet, this new diet. And you know, you're like, yeah, I I know I've fucking tried all of them. And it's like, there is 
something to be said when like, you know, I've tried the diet pills, I've tried the detoxes and all the, you know, the really gross shitty diets, the cabbage diet, the fucking military diet, all of them. I've tried them all. And I lose weight for a little bit and then I gain it back and then, then I'm stressed and then I fall back into eating disorders. So for personally me, I don't, I don't even want to like, not that I care. Um, you know, if someone wants to lose weight, that's great on them, but that's probably why, um, is to like get away from that just for that completely makes sense. Yeah. Now, um, you could probably reach out to Jenny and personally ask her, but, um, that's probably why. <laughs> no, I'm glad, I'm glad I asked you that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I really wanted this conversation also to be educational as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's funny too. Cause like not, I mean like not, uh, every single, like not every person is born thin. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, the, like there's big people because I, they're just big people. That's just how you're built. You know what I mean? My little, my little, believe it or not, my little brother is like, I think he's like six two, and he, I mean, he was always a bigger kid. And your he, little brother, my little bro, bro. I know I'm fucking five four. I'm like, what the fuck? That's not fair. Uh, yeah. So he, and he, so he's tall, and he's also, uh, he was also very hefty. Now he lost a lot of that weight, but he's still like, you know, he's still a bigger dude. Um, and he's extremely active. You know, he like mountain bikes and does a bunch of outdoorsy shit as well. Cause my whole, you know, my, me and my brothers, we all love doing our outdoor activities. Um, but that's just how he's built and it's not, he's like not unhealthy. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's ridiculous to think every single person on earth is born to be thin. Cause that's just not true. Right. I mean, my whole family is, um, bigger on the bigger side the smallest member of my family is my little sister and she's um you know she's still thick like yeah you know she's not this skinny skinny person thick with two c's right three c's three c's i love (laughs) but yes you know so i come from a family my cousins everyone's kind of thicker and built a little bigger um but everyone in my family is kind of a little bit bigger and you know it's funny there's a guy here that I work with at the outpost and the man can eat more than I've ever seen I mean he he eats like a hiker and mm-hmm. I you know like I can't keep up with that shit and <laughs> like he he eats so much yeah he stays so he looks very fit and like thin and you know like I, my body is much different. Um, I don't, I don't play the diet game. I eat when I'm h- hungry, but you know, I am conscious of what I'm eating. Um, except for recently because it's been so fucking hot. I've just been eating popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How hot is it there? I think it's a hundred degrees right now. Oh, um, God, and I'm like, I know, I... <laughs> so hot. Yeah, it's it's about 100 here in Boise, and uh, today's my last day in my apartment, so I'm slowly moving, and I'm like, I picked the worst day <laughs> to move back. I know. Shit. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, dreading August. Oh, God, it's going to be so hot. Uh, gross. Yeah, I hate the heat. I, I like I like the cool weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, did, were, you, were, you, uh, were you teased a lot as a kid? 
I was. Um, yeah. yeah. When when did that start? Probably, um, I would say elementary school because that's like around fifth grade is when I started to kind of be a bigger kid. Um, I went through puberty at a pretty early age. Um, and then middle school, it kind of got pretty bad and heinous. Um, and middle school was probably the worst. And then high school was just annoying. Um, on into college, um, which was weird, like being an adult and being teased and made fun of for being big. That was weird. Even in college? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Um, that was weird. Were people saying like things to your face or is this uh, just on like social media? Um, like snickering behind the back and kind of pulling pranks. There was one time in the student center of college where um, a guy yelled at like across the student center at me and like called me a name and it was really embarrassing and awkward. And I was like, what the, f-? like, I'm, I'm like an adult. Like I'm like 20 yeah. years old, you know, <laughs> like, and I just remember being like, what is going on? I went back to my class and um, some of the, I had made friends with some of my classmates and I was like, this just happened and it was weird. And um, there was this really sweet girl named Mackenzie who was like, yeah, you don't need to take any of that shit. And just was like, you know, like really awesome and encouraging. And um, so that was really great. It was like a ceramics class. So like we were all buddies. Oh, I just can't believe that would happen. I mean, like that, that shit even happens with adults. I mean, obviously you just had some hate mail, but I, those people probably would never say anything to your face. I know. I, you know, how bold of that, you know, college kid to say that out loud in a student center. Yeah. Um, so, and that was like prior to like outdoorsy active Ashley. That was where now I would just like fucking kick someone's ass. <laughs> just be like, yeah, get fucked. Like, what I yeah, mean, get like, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see many other plus size people when you're on the Appalachian trail? No. Um, no. There, were pro- there was, like, a few dudes that were kind of bigger. And then um, there was one girl that I met. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm blanking on her name right now. Um, and we met at Trail Days, and she was hiking the AT. Um, and she had followed me on Instagram, and I had followed her back. Um, oh, man. I really feel bad because I don't remember her name. <laughs> um, but we met her a long time ago, and I think we've been out of touch for a while. So... Um, but she was, she was like in the Smokies while, um, we had met up at trail days in Damascus. So, okay. So she was kicking ass in the Smokies. So awesome. <laughs> have you, um, have you seen, there's a guy hiking the PCT right now. His Instagram is uh, civilized underscore barbarian. Uh, he takes a photo of himself in a speedo every day. Oh and my god! It's amazing. He's so great. Like I want to be friends with this guy. You no, should. No, I haven't. I've got to follow this person. I'm gonna send you his. I'll just DM it. DM it to your Instagram right now. He is. It's so great. But he literally is in a speedo in every one of his pictures. Oh my god! Oh my god! That sounds awesome. I hope he's hiking in the speedo. He. I think he is. That's the thing. I think he is hiking in the speedo. It's so great. I want to meet this person. Hell yes. 
So good. I love it. <laughs> I love that kind of shit. That that's like dirtbag shit, you know? Like I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. It's so good. And I really don't think I mean, did you did you have any um bad experiences with hikers out on the Appalachian Trail? Um, yeah, a couple of times, but for the most part so it was pretty Can you recount on. any of those? Yeah. Um so there was there was like a couple of counts of like really off like strange offhand comments. Um there was one where I was filling up my water and this guy was like, Have you ever thought of going, I don't know, lighter on your gear because you know you're already so big? And I was like, Um, no. Oh, no. I was like, what the f-? I was like, dude, I'm sponsored. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, no. Um you know, whatever. And there's like weird comments like that, that, and then, um, there was one guy that was trying to give me a compliment, but it just ended up being kind of backhanded. And he was like, yeah, um, you know, not a lot of morbidly obese people are out here. And I was like, Oh, okay. He was like, yeah, like, you know, my sister is so lazy and usually obese people are so lazy. And I was like, what the fuck dude? Like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, that's weird to say. And then there was another guy that like showed me his penis and that was weird. What 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 was the what he just he just walked up and did it or I was like standing at a um shelter. I mean this is like more sexual harassment than like yeah, you know, being yeah, a dick, but <laughs> and I was standing at a shelter with my trail family. I couldn't believe this happened. I was like Hey dude, your, your pants are falling down. And he was like, Oh, and just like completely like took his pants. I was like, uh, um, okay. It's weird. Like that was really strange and uncalled for. And like, I'm pretty comfortable with nudity, but the way he like did it was just like, that's uncomfortable. That's weird. And yeah, I I was not comfortable. I was like, um, okay. (laughs) That is weird. So yeah. Other than that, I mean, most of the weird comments and harassment stopped after after about Damascus, I think. Like, how far in think, is Damascus? I'm not t- too familiar with the AT. Oh, um, it's a little under one fourth of the way there. So I think oh. by that point, a lot of people had dropped out. And I mean, you know, I didn't make it all the way. Um, but like. I think a lot of people at that point had dropped out that were like, you know, assholes. <laughs> they usually do. You know, that's funny. I've noticed that too on the, even on the PCT, the people that are like kind of shitty usually don't make it that far. They get weeded out fast. They yeah. get weeded, but it's also like those people are like the people that are like just going to like get the trail magic and like hang out at in the towns for weeks at a time to get free shit. It's like they're not even really hiking. They're just like skipping around. Like, so I think the trail like is good at about weeding out like people that shouldn't be there. Yeah, and like uh, some of these people were the people that were like, um, talking shit because like me and the girl I started with, um, Dorothy, um, trail named Dorothy, real name Lindsay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Good news. laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, um, we started together. And, you know, it was, like, the same guys that were, like, talking shit 
because we were doing, you know, like seven or eight miles at first and they were busting out, you know, 20, 25. And then we get to, we get to the end of Georgia, which is 70 miles into the AT and they have a torn Achilles tendon, you know, cause yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like your body's not used to that, man. Like you gotta, it's tough to fucking start like that. So. I will say a lot of, a lot of people you see like athletes and stuff, you know, starting the trail will, those are usually the ones that get hurt and don't finish because they're, they're like, Oh, you know, I'm an athlete. I can just go super fast and do this. It's like, yeah, your body's not used to carrying fucking 25 pounds though all day. You know, like it's, it's different all day for miles and miles. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to give yourself breaks. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think through hiking, I mean, I think it takes some sort of athleticism. I wouldn't, I would never call myself an athlete for doing the trail because in real life I'm fucking lazy. Like I like, you know what I mean? Like when I'm outdoors, I'm usually camping and I'm usually chilling the fuck out, you know? Uh, but it's a different, it's, it definitely, if it is somewhat athletic, it's a way different type of athleticism. It's a, it's like your mind, it's your mindset. It's like this, Absolutely. you know, like I, I got to keep going, you know? And, and it's definitely, I think it's a different kind of mindset, you know? So. Yeah. I, I didn't realize, you know, it's funny and it's more like the, I mean, I, the first thousand miles of the PCT are, are, they're hard, you know, your body's adjusting. And then like, once you feel like you're adjusting it, it throws you into the Sierra, which are like really fucking hard because you're going through rivers and snow and you're just like either walking up or down at like high elevations. And so it just like tosses you around and real, you know, just your shows you your real piece of shit. But then you come out of the Sierra and you're in NorCal and you're like, Oh cool. I could just like crush like 25, 30 miles and it's still hard, but it's not as hard. But then like, once you get to Oregon, like for me, once I got to Oregon, I was like, Oregon's the easiest section. It's basically flat. And I was just like, this fucking sucks. But I didn't realize, I didn't realize how much my, my, like my physical self and my mental self are connected because it was like, I was like, God, I know my body can do this, but I don't want to right now. And it's so hard to overcome that. Like it's the mental part of it, I think is probably like 75% of doing a through hike. It's so hard. I mean, the first two weeks for the AT are just like treacherous to your body. You're just like laying in, and this is probably true for all long trails, but like for me, it was the first two weeks. It was just like laying in my tent at night, not being able to sleep because I was in so much pain. Just like, you know, I've stretched as much as I can stretch, but I'm still cramping and I need to drink more water, but I don't want to because everything hurts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) too too tired to take care of myself i know <laughs> been in there <laughs> um when was so yeah you said you know you grew up getting made fun of and then you uh struggled with eating disorders for um most what most of your teen years like through high school yeah okay uh when did you get when do you feel because you said you're tw- uh, you're 27 years old yep when do you feel like you got to the point when you like, did you get to a point where you're like, I'm tired of this? Like, obviously like maybe after you went to the hospital or you passed out, but I mean like, was there struggle after that? Was there a point when you were finally like, you know what? I'm just like, I just love me for me. And this is who I am 
take it or leave it? Like, was was there like a instance when you can that you can like recall? You know, it took a really, really long time. It was like not anywhere close to the time of you know being in high school. Um, I still struggled with like eating disorders and diets on and off um, all through college, pretty much. Um, I would say probably. I would say probably raft guiding uh, really helped me out. Um, being in the rafting community um, really helped me. So that, so I started doing that in about, uh, or I guess I got hired at, at the rafting outpost um, as a zipline guide in 2014 mm-hmm. and then became a raft guide in 2015. And um, so it really helped me out then. But then in 2016, I actually experienced some really crazy stuff um, with rafting. And it, I'm, let's see, it's tough to talk about because it's hard to talk about without downing an entire company pretty much. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, but based what it came down to is, um, I like word for word got looked at in my face by, um, a manager and pretty much was just like, yeah, I've got some diets you can try. You need to go on a diet. Oh my God. And it was like, uh, okay. Cause I was performing just as well, if not better as, um, some of the people I had trained with, um, and just kind of experiencing that and not having my voice heard at all and not, not being, um, respected that really hurt. Um, I think that the whole thing, um, put me in a very serious, like serious depressive episode. I was painfully depressed. I wouldn't come out of my room. Um, I was kind of like freaking out. Um, and I vowed to never do whitewater. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to quit whitewater after this season. You never doing it again. Something, you were going to quit something that you love so much because of what this person said. Yeah. Well, wow. it was, it was kind of a, a group of folks. Um, Oh, okay. It was everyone that all your higher ups. Not all of them, but uh, a few of them. That's why I don't want to say, like, it's hard because I had support. So I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't. Yeah. Um, But so, and I think, like, one of these people, um, they're still my friend. And they didn't mean to do it. You know, this was, like, not their call. Um, But it was tough for them because they had to make it. Um, so after that, I was invited on a Grand Canyon trip, which was just, mm-hmm. it's 25 miles or 25 days down 225 miles of awesome white water down the Grand Canyon. Wait, 25 days? Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. It was amazing. And I was like, it costed, you know, the, the trip itself, like costed $1,400 and I only had $900 to my name and I was working waitressing and it was like perfectly lined up with my winter break in college. And I was like two weeks out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I just worked my ass off. I did a GoFundMe. Like I wasn't ashamed. I was like, whatever, let's do it. And 
I somehow got all the money I needed for the trip, the dry suit, the booze, the plane ticket, everything. Um, went out there, did it. It was awesome. I learned to row. I became an oars woman and that it just like, I feel like there was this, this like end, like pivotal point where Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm, I am cut out to do whitewater, to be in the backwoods. I'm tough and I don't care what people think of me. Like I I'm in this big orange dry suit and I look like shit and I haven't showered for 20 days. Like who cares? Isn't it weird how, how not showering and like being filthy makes you feel so good. Yeah. Like I think of like, if I can, if someone was like, Oh, when, when was the period of your life when you felt the most beautiful as like on trail? Like when I was at, when I like, bend down and tie my shoe and smell my butthole and ball sweat. Like that's when I felt, <laughs> that's when I felt fucking beautiful. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. That's yes. That's when I feel most beautiful is like waking up in the morning in my, you know, little tent and smelling like shit and being like, you know what? This is great. Yeah. Because when we're, when we're outdoors, we like, we know there's not that expectancy of us to like be like a quote unquote be presentable. Cause what is presentable, you know? Uh, but w- to society standards, you know, like people yeah. that aren't doing these outdoorsy things. So it's like, when you know, you just have to wake up and be dirty, then you're not worried about it. It's so weird how that works though. Because like we come back, like, well, at least, you know, I come back into real life. I'm like, Oh, I have to like dress nicer and shower today and put on deodorant. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a freedom. It's a luxury being in the backwoods, you know, not, not worrying about all that. It's, it is. it's, and once yeah. you let, once you let that go, I remember like halfway through the trip, I was putting on deodorant and, um, the guy that taught me how to row, Kenny Duncan, he was like, why are you even doing that? <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Um, and he was like, what are you doing? Like, I was like trying to like clean, you know, and, and being clean and then like overly cleaning yourself are two different things. But he was like, you're just going to sleep in the sand tonight. Like, what do you, what do you, who are you trying to impress? Who are you trying to be pretty for? And I was like, I, yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. like <laughs> he was like, I think you look nice. I think you look good. And it was just nice. You know, like yeah. this guy's been doing whitewater for 30 years. So he's seen the shit and he knows the shit. And it's like, yeah, I, I do look nice. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. So I think, um, the backwoods and being outdoors and being in the middle of nowhere and stinking like shit actually helped heal me more than a lot of other things, more than losing weight because, you know, throwing back to our conversation earlier, although it felt so good to hear like you look so good after knowing I was unhealthy for so long and not eating for months, yeah. basically the feeling that I got understanding that I don't like, I don't have to present anything in the backwoods. Um, that felt much better than people looking at me and being like, you look so good. Even though I was starving myself. Yeah. Yeah, which like on in, on the inside you don't feel good. 
No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're sitting there starving. Your stomach is grabbing for anything and you're messing up your metabolism by starving yourself. Um, and you, you know, my, th- my ET experience was great because I actually, for the first time in years since I m- messed myself up so bad with starving myself, it felt like it jump kicked my metabolism in a more proper way. And my body started changing and it was really cool. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm going to pivot here a little bit because I think it probably asked you enough about that. But <laughs> um, one thing, you know, uh, right now, obviously diversity in the outdoors is a big conversation um, right now. And I mean, diversity can be anywhere from, you know, a plus size hiker to an LGBT hiker. Um, and I think what we're really focused on is, you know, making our trail systems more welcoming to people of color. Um, how do you think, um, as a, I mean, you are, are, are you caught, you are a white person, right? Correct. Okay, cool. I'm just making sure cause I'm half Mexican, but people assume I'm white cause I have light skin. Uh, I, well, I'm half white, but, uh, but how do you think as, you know, as, white people in the outdoors and people that are very active in, you know, our community, how do you think we can make our trail systems more diverse? Uh, because I mean, the, what we, you know, we can welcome people and, you know, I think we do, but, uh, you can't tell people to do something. So how do you, how do you think we can begin to like make our trail systems more diverse? Um, well, I think, in a large, large idea is like, um, you know, I can't sit here and say like, as a white person, like, Hey, come out here and, you know, uh, raffle me, hike with me, climb with me. Um, I have to respect and understand that like there are groups specifically made for people of color to do that. And once they feel comfortable, um, then they, you know, if they want to, they can come out with me or I mean, shit, they can come out with me no matter what. Um, but I think respecting and supporting the groups such as melanin base camp. Um, I think there's one Brown girls climb, Mm -hmm. um, you know, respecting and understanding and supporting, uh, these groups, you know, throw them a little money, throw them this, throw them that, you know, show their support, share their stuff. Um, you know, you never know what kind of follower you might have, um, that would really appreciate that information. Um, and then, you know, being encouraging, I think I cannot speak on certain people's, uh, experiences, but I do know that a couple of folks have told me, uh, very specifically people of color that, you know, maybe they don't want to be alone in the woods with a bunch of white people. And I get it. No one does. but you know that might make them uncomfortable there's a lot of deep-seated racism and like um you know things that people do and say that they don't know that's racist that is and makes people uncomfortable and so i think for us um are not you and me but for me and other white people understanding and listening and what makes others uncomfortable, you know, I think that that's a way we can, as white people make the trail systems, the water, 
the rock climbing, all of this outdoors, um, you know, this whole community um, safer and more accessible for people of color. So I think it's I a lot of that. listening and a lot yeah. of supporting. It is a lot. I, I think that's the key word is listening. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of like why, I mean, like why I wanted to do this podcast is just explore more um, into who people are rather than just explore just like who you are outdoors. Um, because I want, I don't know, I want to hear people's experiences and hopefully people listen. So, you know, hopefully a person of color or a plus size person or an LGBT person listens and thinks like, oh, we have a similar experience and they, they did it. Maybe I can do it, you know? And you don't have to go on a fucking through hike. I mean, that's long. I mean, it fucking sucks sometimes, you know, but like go on a hike, take a picture of yourself, post it, like tag someone and maybe I'll get reposted. And, uh, yeah, cool. I, I really like what you said. I think that's, um, I, I mostly wanted to ask cause like, I think that's uh, something I've been thinking about a lot. It's like, am I part of the problem, you know, or how do I begin to make my outdoors more welcoming to everyone? Because obviously, I mean, that's why I'm leaving fucking Boise, Idaho, because it's way too white for me here. I'm like, I'm like, I have to go back to Portland because I'm sick of looking at just white people. Like, I want, I want to see every fucking color there is, you know. <laughs> I know, you know, it's so crazy coming from the south out here to Utah, I was like amazed at how many white people I was like, Whoa, I'm coming from the South where Atlanta, like Atlanta is like such a diverse hub. And I was like, Oh, I bet. Whoa, this is insane. You know? <laughs> um, but you know, there's a, I work with a Palestinian man named Natter and we have conversations about this, um, here and there. Um, you know, and especially him being like, such a he's he's really deep in the subboarding community mm-hmm. and wait, um in, so wait say that again like stand up paddleboard oh okay it's called subboarding sup i'm sorry sup like sup <laughs> oh as subboarding okay subboarding i've never heard that term okay so <laughs> sorry sorry yeah. no it's fine i just wanted to correct it for people that are listening <laughs> yeah so it's just like I think there's a whole conversation that goes back and forth. Him and I actually had a really interesting shared experience um, with some people that was, um, these people were both very misogynistic and very uh-huh. like they were, they were very misogynistic and racist. And we both felt that and saw it happening to each other and we couldn't say or do anything um because these are clients right um okay so but it was like a conversation we had with our um latino manager and he was understanding you know like the ceo of this company is latino and um it was just like it's this has been a really awesome experience um you know as as shitty as that whole experience was still being able to see what was happening to each of us and understand it and, you know, get fired up for each other and like defend each other and talk to each other about it and be there for each other. Mm -hmm. So that was super cool. That is great. Yeah. That's that. I mean, that, what a, what a nice thing to know that you have a safe place at work as well, rather than having to like seek 
out that safe place somewhere else. So that's, that's awesome. I love that. Oh yeah. I definitely, I love working here. There's definitely in my mind, I feel like I can go to my, um, CEO for literally anything. That's great. That's how all companies should be. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So, (laughs) um, well, we're going to wrap up here. Uh, I think we, we covered a lot of, especially stuff I really wanted to ask you. Um, and thank you for just being so open about everything. I love, I just, I just love you. Uh, uh, we have never actually even met in person, which is funny, but I feel like we'd be best of friends if we did. Uh, I know. Like, I, I love it when you like send me stuff on Instagram and like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. We'll have to make a, we'll have to make a plan soon of meeting up or something. I think that would be so much fun. Maybe we'll just like plan some sort of like ATPCT hiker meetup or some outdoorsy retreat would be so fun. I love organizing things as well. So that'd be great. Um, to close, uh, if you, I, I think it'd be cool if you close with some advice. So if anyone's listening and whether you're a person of color or, you know, a member of the LGBT community, a plus size person, or just even someone that feels like maybe you're different, uh, too different to you know be a part of the outdoor community. What is there any advice you would lend to them? Yeah, um, being in the outdoors and uh, going into the backcountry comes with very serious inherent risks physically. So knowing that you are taking those risks is a big deal, and that is courage and bravery to walk into that. And if you feel that you are different and maybe you're a little scared um, of someone saying something to you, understanding that that's just another one of those inherent risks, you know, someone could say something to you or you could injure yourself and that's all a part of it. So I would say if you want to go ahead and take those risks, you know, be a part of the backcountry, go into the wilderness, hike, bike, climb, raft paddle, whatever you do, like you should try it and go ahead and take those risks because it's worth it. It's, it's all going to be worth it when your soul is so feel filled up to the brim with, you know, love and happiness and acceptance from the wilderness. So yeah. (laughs) You said it perfectly. Well, Hey, I can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your day to do this. Um, this was, uh, awesome and very insightful and i just love you to the moon i think you're the best so let's definitely uh let's uh please make time sometime soon to meet up because i think we'd have a blast no maybe i'll come rafting or something but maybe i'm scared i'm scared (laughs) do you have a place to you have a place to stay so (laughs) oh well yeah and i've loved talking to you and thank you for this opportunity and all these amazing questions and giving me, um, you know, a platform to speak on. And I'm super excited to hear all the other ones too. So. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'm sure we'll be speaking soon and you have a great rest of your day and week and God bless you. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye hon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight this afternoon or this morning, whenever you're listening, uh, I'll thank you to, you know, all two of you. Um, if you want to follow Ashley on the gram, her Instagram is at Ashley's adventure. 
go give her a follow. Or if you like the episode, maybe send her a nice little message, you know, saying thank you for being on and for just being a badass chick. Uh, if uh, Also got to say a big thank you to Lindsey Brown, who's a photographer, and let us use that very beautiful photo of Ashley for the cover. Um, if you would like to follow her, her Instagram is at Linz, L-I-N-D-S, takes photos. And also got to thank my buddy Brennan Justice and his band Aunt Cynthia's Cabin for our intro and outro music. That song is called Solitary Man. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. And their Instagram is at Aunt Cynthia's Cabin. If you want to leave a suggestion for the podcast, you can send me an email. My email is TommyCoreyPhoto at gmail.com. Or you can slide into those DMs, and my Instagram is at twerkinthedirt. So yeah, if you think anyone would be good on this podcast, please send them my way. Um, I'd love to get to talk to some new people that I haven't met before. And as always, have a great night. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the podcast, leave a little review. Awesome. Bye-bye.